think we'd better start over, don't you? Welcome to Super Action Bros, the podcast to talk about movies with explosions and car chases. And the most inept Tom Cruise you'll ever see in any movie ever. Oh, I like that. It's true, and I did too. I'm Ryan. And I'm Ian. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Super Action Bros. This is the episode in which we talk about, uh, I think it was the last summer's yeah. big blockbuster movie. Uh, uh, I don't know if it was a big blockbuster. Well, it was, it, was, it was released as such. Yeah. I remember seeing a panel on it for Comic-Con. There you go. And where I learned. We'll talk about that story in a minute. Um, but the movie Edge of Tomorrow. Live, live Die, Repeat. Also, uh, also known as Live, Die, Repeat. Edge of Tomorrow. It's got a million titles. They decided to rebrand it a thousand times. Yeah. But I like I, I if you would All ask you me need is kill. if you were to ask me because that's it based on a it's based on a manga technically yeah this is based on a comic book as well sort of actually it's it's a manga no the the manga is based on a uh, Japanese uh, light novel uh, okay I did research all right well um but uh yeah if you were to ask me I think live a uh, live die repeats a way better title I just, I just like that title yeah I think it just it just it's simple and kind of it's kind of Edge of Tomorrow sounds like a bad James Bond movie. Yeah, it sounds like it just sounds like I don't know. It just sounds like crap. It just, it just sounds like lazy. It sounds like let's make a bland title that everyone will go sounds see. Like and then the no name one, you'd give to a fake Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah, well, no, it sounds like a, a, yeah, ti- a title. One word. It sounds mm. like a title where I thought everyone will see this, but what we really mean is that no one will see it because yeah, the title is so generic. bland. It's too generic. But live, die, repeat. That's like, oh, that's kind of edgy. Yeah. I'm like, let's go. Like, that's going. Nobody that says time. "Edge of Tomorrow" anywhere in the movie. No, they don't. If that's... they had done that, then it would have worked. Yeah, it's true. But um, before we get into the movie, Tom Cruise, you're living on the edge of tomorrow. Before everybody we... looks at the camera, cut to black. Before we get into the movie, um, let's talk about um, some ways you can reach out to us if you like yes. our show and you like things that we do. Um, so, uh, way number one, you can reach out to us through our website, superactionbros.com. On that website, you can, it's a Tumblr site, you can follow us there. You can also subscribe to us via iTunes, uh, so you can do that on that as well, and leave us comments and reviews on there. We do read those. Um, we also read them on the show. You can also get read on the show if you reach out to us via email. We have an email address, superactionbros mm-hmm. at gmail.com, as well as we also have a, uh, a Tumblr, or, I'm sorry, a Twitter account. Uh, Twitter account. We do have a Twitter account for the show, at Super Action Bros. And you can also reach us individually for me, Ian. It's at Irich. That's at I-R-I-T-C-H. I'm on Twitter, uh, Ryan Roop. That's R-Y-A-N-R-U-P-P-E. Yes. You can also reach out to us via Facebook. Give us a thumbs up there. And you can also um, go ahead and reach out to us via a, a little app called Letterbox. Letterbox. Actually, I don't know if they have an app for Letterbox. Not that It's I'm just a website. Of. It's a, a movie. It's a social media website for movie reviews. So you can go to letterboxd.com, letterboxd.com, and sign up for a free account and follow us on there. And also, we encourage you to listen to some of the other shows on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. There are three other shows, including ours. Uh, well, actually, no, excluding ours. There's three other shows you can listen to. It might, I suggest, if you like horror movies, check out Eyes in the Dark. Uh, it's the sister podcast to this with more cursing and more boozing. <laughs> and more scary movies. And spook and spookiness. Because, you know, when you... Fewer when you, robot suits, though. You don't need alcohol when you're watching action because you're feeling like, wow, edge of my that seat, dopamine. throw ride. But when you're scared, you need to relax <laughs> and you need some booze and blue language. 
Yes. So. I'm sure that that helps. Edge of Tomorrow, Ryan. Tell us about this movie. Sure. This is a movie. Uh, it's got Tom Cruise in it. <laughs> it does. And Emily Blunt. Yes. Those and are some main... other people appear briefly, but they're really the only. They're, they're the main cast. They're, the main, really. they're really the main cast. But there are some people in here. Bill Paxton. Oh, Bill Paxton. is great. Bill Paxton is fantastic in everything. I'm surprised his, his character's name wasn't Bill. That his, made me sad. His, his character is just sort of like gleefully insane. Mm-hmm. And oh man, I love his character. Uh, we don't see him very much, and we only really <coughs> ever see him say the same thing over and over. But it's it's just great. So I went to the panel for this uh-huh. movie on accident. I was at the Warner Brothers panel yeah, yeah. about uh, two years ago at Comic Con in 2013, um, and they brought Tom Cruise out. And I will tell you, man, the second you see Tom Cruise in person, uh-huh. all that stuff about him being nuts goes right out the window. He is so charming. He is a charisma machine. He's just smiley, all happy. He's like, hey, you know what? Uh, you listen to the audience say, Bill's in the uh, Bill Paxton. The uh, Bill, get up here. And Bill Alexander is no, no. He's like, come on, Bill, get up here. And so he's like, all right. So he walks up on the stage. Bill Paxton, everybody. Bill Paxton sits down, and they go. He's like, oh man, like I, I love Bill Paxton. I love all his work. Like, yeah, the first time I ever saw him was in, uh, in Weird Science. Remember when you played Chet in Weird Science? And he's like, yeah, 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 I do. I remember. It's like, do, do the, do the thing. Do your line. Do your line. And he did it. He made, he can charm Bill Paxton into doing like Chet, which is probably something Bill Paxton's like. Mm, I don't want to talk about when I did Chet <laughs> in Weird Science. Um, but yeah, I think, or either that or I think he also made him say game over, man. At oh one yeah. Point. So that's good. That's which was good. first? I would think aliens would be before weird science, right? I don't know. Ah, well, we'll have to look into that anyway. But yeah, Tom Cruise, charming as heck. Okay. Yeah. And he For plays sure. charming as heck, especially in the first chunk of this movie. Yeah. Well, th- this is a different type of Tom Cruise. His character is, you normally we see Tom Cruise, we're used to mission impossible Tom Cruise. We're you know? used to com- like super competent, unstoppable, yeah. super cop, meet yeah. the cop that can't be stopped. Tom Cruise is that cop, but not in this. He, uh, well, not at first he plays a, well, he plays kind of a, what they, there's like a military PR person. They basically yeah, yeah. hire him as a military officer to convince people to go and die. Yeah. And so, yeah, and he's so he's sort but, of a slime bag, dirt yeah. ball kind well, of guy. Well, in the very beginning of it, yeah, he's he very much changes. He's a very uh, not a stagnant character. He's a very um, dynamic character. He is, which is great. Static. I love I love that in movies. Yes, it's I do too. To me, I think it, well, it's important depending on the character. Sometimes there's always a dynamic character in a movie. You just got to look for it. Um, there's not always a dynamic character. In Key a movie. example: Torque. <laughs> Moving on. It's not. Um, a mo- that's not really a movie. Is it, right? it's technically a. Film. Ferris Bueller has a dynamic character. Did you know that? Sure. Okay. It's, uh, what's his name? Cameron. Yeah, there you go. Cameron's the dynamic character. He mm-hmm. changes. The uh, so Emily Blunt. Is yes, Emily Blunt is also in this uh, movie. She's fantastic in this movie. She is great. She's great. Uh, might, be, might, be, uh, might be a big role coming up for her soon. We don't know. Oh, yeah. Rumors. Rumor mill says. Uh, we've got Mad-Eye Moody. Yes. Brandon Gleason. Brandon Gleason. Plays the, uh, <clears throat> he's the closest thing to a human bad guy that we have in this yeah, movie. Yeah, sort of. But at the same time. <coughs> Like you see how sort of smarmy and slimy and terrible yeah. Tom Cruise's character is at the beginning, and then this general is just like, "You're going to the front lines." Yep. Bye. <laughs> There's a little part of me that I was like, "Yeah, f you, Tom Cruise." Yeah. Well, because at first you're like, you're like, I don't really feel bad for this dude, and then you see him over time get better. It's, by the way, the montage in this movie are so effective. Oh my gosh, and so well done. Yeah, okay, we'll talk about the montage because yeah, we'll talk about we'll talk about the gimmick of this movie. If you're like, I've never heard or seen anything about this movie, we'll give you the the, the brief gimmicky premise, yeah. which is cool. Actually, it's not a bad gimmick; it's good. But uh, who else? Bill Paxton. We said yeah, Bill Paxton. Uh, you know, um, Sparky from Speed Racers in this. Movie. Yes, he is. You're right. He wears a, a pink, fuzzy, uh, little robe. Yes, uh, he does. And also, um, somebody the, who, the actor's name is Kick Gurry. Okay, his name is Kick. 
an awesome name. Yeah, I wonder what that was like in middle school. Um, he also uh, also terrible. Noah Tyler, who people are like, who the heck is that? I guarantee if you look up Noah Tyler and look at his face, you'll be like, oh, I see. Oh yeah, he's guy. been in like twelve. He's things. in Game of he was in Game of Thrones for a while. That's that he, show with the uh, Thrones. Charlie right? This isn't actually the first time he's worked with Tom Cruise. Did you know that? I uh, know he's in uh, Vanilla Sky, right? Yes, a movie that I like. That I think is extremely underrated. I like. That so let's movie talk a lot. about. Um, let's talk about cast and crew. Okay, who's so the director? We talked about the cast. Who's our, who's our director? Yeah, the director is Doug Lyman. Okay, who is most well known for the Born Identity series of films. Okay, uh, pretty, pretty. Which much I've never seen a single it. one of those. What? I told you this before. I said this but multiple times. I'd forgotten. I've we never to, seen a single one. We might need to make that. Not happen even the Jeremy Renner one. That's not really based. Hasn't doesn't have anything to do with Born. Do you really. like how? Do you like how in like spycraft movies in the 2010s, eventually Jeremy Renner is involved? Yeah, like that's true. Mission Impossible movies. Oh, there's Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. What was Born he movies. Where was it? Wait, 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 what was he in? He's in uh, Ghost Protocol. Really? Yeah, he just pops up. He's like Ethan Hunt's buddy. Does he? He's die? in the trailer for the new movie. Does he die? No, he's in the trailer for the new movie. I don't remember. There's him a new in Mission Ghost Impossible Protocol. trailer. Yeah, yeah, it looks awesome. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know how I missed he's him in the first one. Hawkeye. He's in. Uh, he he's in the guy. born the later born movies. Yeah. He's a great Hawkeye. I think. I wish they would pull more Matt Fraction Hawkeye into that. Oh. By the way, you if you don't know what that is, him. listen to Four Color Commentary. We talked uh, about. Let's it quite see. A Doug bit. Lyman also directed Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Okay, that's the, another one. The Brangelina movie. That's a movie. Uh, he directed some episodes of The OC. Okay. He directed Go. And, oh, I liked Go and Swingers. Oh, I love Swingers. Swingers yeah. is one of my favorites. That's one of my go-to breakup movies, everybody. There you go. So if, you, if, you you're, if you're sad and you're like... So by the basically way, ruin yes. that movie for Ian and then he won't be able to mourn correctly. No, well, no, no. I, 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 won't, I don't mourn correctly. I, I've told a lot of people to watch it and they get really depressed. Oh. They're like, this is depressing. Why'd you tell them to watch I it? I'm like, because... swing dance. No. <laughs> No, because that movie's about how you can get over... Everybody can get over things. Even the most... I see a lot of myself in the John Favreau character. It's true. Especially when he gets a girl's number and then proceeds to call her five times and leave her. Oh, it's a painful oh, yeah, to watch. That's good. Have, have you seen Swingers? You seen Swingers? I, seen Swingers. Yeah. That's like the Wayne's World. <laughs> yeah, I watched it in college when everybody watches that movie. All right, well, there you go. Anyway, anyway so yeah, but Edge of Tomorrow. We get up. We get too off topic on other movies on the show. Uh, yeah. So the screenplay of this movie is sort of interesting mm-hmm. because um, the person who wrote the original sort of blacklist screenplay, which if you're not familiar with the, with the blacklist, and we talked about it when we talked about what movie do we talk about? John wick. Yeah. It was on the blacklist. Uh, it, it's this list of unproduced scripts that are available in Hollywood that people have rated as the best. Yes. Uh, and this, this movie was on it, but the guy who wrote that script doesn't get a screenwriting credit. Why? Because this movie was so heavily rewritten uh, by, um, by a pair of brothers, John Henry and Jez Butterworth. Okay. Uh, and then That's Christopher McQuarrie, who came in and, and re-rewrote the movie and who was also directing uh, the next Mission Impossible movie. Oh, okay. All so, right. Yeah. Wait a minute. Who, wait a minute. Hold on. What, what's the guy's name again? Christopher McQuarrie. Oh, uh, okay. Christopher McQuarrie. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I thought you said something different. Anyway. No, I didn't. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the cast and crew. Yes. It's a, it's a relatively small... I mean, there's a lot of very tiny parts, yes. but it's a relatively small main cast. Yeah, which is interesting for like an action movie like this. It's, yeah, it works. It's, it works it's, really it's, well. A lot of it is kind of a character piece. It is. Which, for a movie with a lot of explosions, is kind of interesting. Yeah, I agree. It's actually pretty good. Um, suits. Let's see. What else? So, okay, let's talk about the MacGuffin for this movie. Oh, yeah, the MacGuffin for this movie. Uh, so, MacGuffin, it's a, uh, it's a filmmaking term, kind of an Alfred Hitchcock thing. Uh, it is something in an action movie. It is the thing that all the characters are trying to get. It's it's the you know the Lost Ark and Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's um, 
you know, getting the ring to the fires of Mount Doom in Lord of the Rings. Oh my God, we thought of another one. Yeah, it's not that good. No, that's um, great. Well, there's there's other ones that are better. Yes, I know, but that's that's right sitting there. It's winning all of the races in Speed Racer. That's <laughs> well, it's be, being the best it's in every action. The movie. fifth element in the movie, The, the fifth, fifth Element. element. <laughs> it's all these things. Yeah, yeah. So in this but movie, mostly it's always the Lost Ark and Raiders of the Lost. Yeah, Ark. in this movie, it's the Omega. Yeah, it's true. Do they have names for the aliens? They, they just call did. them like the Alpha and the Beta and the Omega. I think that's all they call them. They I don't, don't call them like the well, Kill Rathi or anything. No, they, no, they're not like no, cat people. No, but they're space. awesome looking aliens. It's a great design. I, I liked it a lot. I guess, I guess I read that the, the design was sort of like lots of black tentacles with obsidian-like sharp points and then glowing. It's bits. like if you took the the. It's like if spaghetti attacked you with glass. No, it's like if it's like if they took the the like the tentacle things from the Matrix and gave them legs and like lion yeah. legs to run around. And on. they were well, and they combined those with um with the monsters from Attack the Block, yes. which are completely pitch black with glowing teeth. Okay, it's like if you mixed the tentacle robots with the Matrix with the attack the block monsters that's what you, this is what you would get you except that they move in a way that sort of seems outside of time yeah i, I could see that uh which fits sort of with the yeah. movie it looks like there's like i don't know they look like something out of a. Video. i mean they look like something pure CG out of a video and, game and very like video gaming well yeah. let's talk about because there's a lot of video game in this movie this is a movie that in um in 2015 like is completely different than if this movie was shot even 10 years ago. Agreed, yeah. Uh, and not just because of CG and because of filmmaking convention, but because of the influence of video games. Okay. Yeah, uh, I agree. Because, I mean, everybody, it seems, not everybody, I don't play a lot of these It's just indirectly a very video game-based movie. Yeah. Without even meaning to be. It, it, it almost like it taps into the background radiation of everybody playing Halo together or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Because, because... All of our all of our uh, characters when they're fighting on the battlefield. Well, most of them. Yeah, <laughs> our characters when they're fighting on the battlefield, they're in like power armor. Yeah, with okay. crazy amped up machine guns that are mounted well, on their shoulders. And, and not even that, like, but everybody has an Iron Man suit. That's pretty true. We were talking about the gimmick of the movie. The idea behind this, the gimmick of the movie, is that Tom Cruise uh, somehow these uh, these aliens are able to kind of predict human behavior. Uh, sort of is that what they kind of said, or they're able to like kind of well, no, see it's, it's any time. It's it's not so much they are able to see in the future; it's they're able to reset time whenever they fail. Yeah, so they could just continue to do the same thing over and over again, and humans aren't aware of it. So that's yeah. why it appears that they keep winning. And, but they're like literally like rewinding time yes. every time. And so what happens is Tom Cruise accidentally kills one of these alpha, kind of the middle, the it's kind of the the guy, the 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 kind of I don't know the the middleman. I guess you would say ge- the yeah the the generals or like the ge- sure. the, the generals of the battlefield or yeah. something like that, or like the sergeants the or something. Alpha. And he accidentally kills one. When he and he dies the first time and becomes kind of gets into this kind of matrix, for lack of a better word, of the ability to to reset time. Yeah, so he pretty basically much, sort of like accidentally takes over the ability to to reset time. Yes, and, and he's every ta- time he dies, yes, he can he starts, he starts over, over the same again day. from the same day. So it's like Groundhog's Day with lots of alien murder. It's exactly what it is, and that's why didn't anyone come up with this concept before? Well, and the funny thing is, like because that works, seems really like an exotic idea. But then if you've ever played any video game, yeah. you're like, yeah, you got to start the level Dude, from the if beginning. you like the movie Groundhog Day, which is like a movie your mom can understand, like, <laughs> then this movie makes sense and works. This is Groundhog Day for dudes. 
without Bill Murray. But Groundhog's Day is Groundhog's Day for I dudes. know, but it's kind of a romantic comedy a little bit. But it's Bill Murray. I know, but it's still he kind of romantic comedy. He learns to play the comedy. piano. I know. He drives off the cliff with the truck. With I know. The gopher, with the groundhog next to him. I know. I know, Ryan. I've, I've seen it. I, I, like, I like Groundhog's Day, but that's the thing. It's Groundhog's Day as an action movie. Yeah. Sort of. It is. Um, but, um, but, it, but it's also like video game, the yeah, action movie. Where it t- taps into like the video game power suits, like you're saying, but also mm-hmm. the idea of like extra lives kind of. Like, yeah, you know, the, the, the idea of like, oh, I screwed up. I got I to gotta go through this whole level again. And they do it in such a brilliant way. Like they get to the point in this movie where they're planning out every step of a, a maneuver. And if yeah. they die, it's like, like, for example, they're training Tom Cruise at one point. He goes to train with Emily Blunt because it turns out Emily Blunt actually had this ability as well. And then lost it. And that's why she's, because she's like the best warrior yeah, in this yeah. whole thing. And she had this ability, but then lost it. And so she, in Tom Cruise, she realizes Tom Cruise has it. And it's like, come find me when you wake up. And every day he has to reintroduce himself. Yeah. And like so over in the a way, it's things. like 50 first dates. It, oh, God. Why, Ryan? No. No. It's exactly. It's uh, exactly the same idea. Uh, why do you have to compare a movie that's good to a bad Adam Sandler movie? I'm not going to lie. I've never actually seen 50 first dates all the way through. Mm. But the concept that he has to always reintroduce himself to this person that he has an ongoing relationship with, but this person is always starting from scratch, yeah. is basically identical to Tom Cruise and Emily But Blunt I like in that movie. in this movie they figure out their shortcuts. Like, okay, I've already heard this. I know about this. I know about this. I know about this. Because they explain this whole hierarchy and how he's tapping into this Omega being that he's yeah, yeah. like, I already heard all this. I've heard all this. Let's, let's, let's move going. on. Let's move on. I know all this. <laughs> yeah, but it's it, and it's a lot like playing the same level of Mario over and, and over, over, and again. over again because because it's funny at the, at the beginning he's like trying things out and failing and trying a different way and failing and then he gets past it and so then but then they don't show him do it again but then you realize yeah he's got to do the same thing every single time yes every single day it's like he your brain to puts it together in a really smart uh, it, it's actually really smart the way they present it to where to be honest with you, I feel like as an average, I try to put myself in the mindset of an average moviegoer when I see movies that kind of deal with heavier concepts like this, mm-hmm. just to see if I could expand. Not to say I'm like I'm better than everyone, but like I try to imagine <laughs> on my grandma watching this. Can my grandma follow it? Okay. And if my grandma can follow it, most people can follow it. Yeah. And so I figure like if I want, my grandma can follow this. It's it's really well done. I thought it was I really enjoyed the way that they did that. Yeah, yeah. And you know it's funny. Uh, our friend uh, Scott pointed out that one of the cool things about it is when you see him go through this, you don't know if this is the second time he's gone through it or the first time he's gone through it or the 300th time that he's done this exact same thing. Yeah. And this is just the first time they're showing it on the on the movie. And it kind of well, makes it interesting because at some point... And they point, show that later on when He's almost the like barn, weary right? doing stuff. He's like, oh yeah, shoot here, shoot here, you know, move out of the way. It's, it's great. <laughs> well, they show that when they get to the barn, right? Yeah. When he's like... Because Emily Blunt basically has died multiple times. And we don't know that as an audience. We think it's the first time they've ever gotten there. And he's yeah. like, no, we've been here before. And every he's time like, you get Every single time we do this, you die. Yeah. So you can't do this. Like, we need to do something different. And the only way I think you can lose this ability is if they, like, if you, if they save it, your life, it's, right? It's like, it, it, the problem is that it's, I, from what I understood and from the little bit of research that I did, it seems like the way they decided is that it's, it's something that basically infected his blood. Yes. And that if he... If he gets his life saved and they give you like well, a blood transfusion. If, yeah. If you lose the blood and it's replaced with other regular blood, then... You lose the it, power. As long as the concentration is low enough in your blood, then you don't have the ability to reset right. time anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he has to... Which <laughs> leads to a lot of points where he's sort of almost dead and he and he has to like die. Yeah. So that he doesn't like go unconscious. Oh, yeah, there's points where he'll, like, he'll break his back and Emily, Emily, because Emily Blunt's training him to be yeah. better. And she's like, well, you broke your back. He's like, no, no, I'll be okay. I can get up. And it's like, boom, shoots him in the I, face. I can't feel anything below my jaw. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Try again. Click. <laughs> Dead. 
It's like, oh, your leg's broken. No, it's fine. It's fine. No, it's not. Which is weird because, like, then the heady person to me is like, how many alternate realities is this creating? <laughs> like, well, oh but that's my the thing. God. Time is starting back over. That's crazy, isn't it? It's going back in time. It's such a it's such a cool concept, and it makes so much sense. It builds this whole little world, like within that. It's kind of like I feel like the same way I feel about this that I feel about John Wick in that sense that I'm just like, this is really cool. Like all this idea that they're that they build this whole idea and it works so well. Mm-hmm. It doesn't fail. Don't make a sequel. Don't make a sequel. It's no, just, this movie it needs stands to end. alone. It's so this well. movie is so well, and I don't think they will because I don't think this is a very big. A money maker it, for this him. made a lot more money outside of the United States than it did in it. I would imagine, which is so. actually sort of how a lot of Tom Cruise movies have gone lately. Yeah, I think a lot of I think a lot of foreign people love Tom. We love a Tom Cruise. Um, that can we talk about? <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. So so speaking of foreign influence, there's a lot of World War II references, sort of visually and conceptually, but not ever really stated. Okay. Yeah. Well, you movie. were you were telling me because this is this a re- screenplay is based on a manga, which is based on a Japanese short story. You said or like a, a soft, light novel. What, I don't, I don't that's know. That's probably like, like, a, like a novella. Sure. I don't know. Okay. That's what I read. That's what Wikipedia calls it. All right. Well, yeah. We'll go with that. Uh, so, but in that movie, it takes place not from England to the coasts of you know Dover and and mm-hmm. and then across to to the French French beachhead. Mm-hmm. They added all of that very World War Two esque mm-hmm. D Day esque stuff mm-hmm. for this movie. What sure. do you think about that? Um, like like because like think about the first time we see the sort of insane slaughter on the beach with everybody in these power suits and everything can, exploding. Can I, can I compare be, that with can I be very with that blunt? movie? Can Saving I be very Private Ryan. Blunt? Okay. It's very white. They've whitened it up. They've made it yeah. accessible for white people. Yeah, it's true. It's like, because we all can, as as a white male, I can mm. say this, as a white male ages uh, 18 to 40, yeah. in my opinion being the seen only one matters. seen a lot of matters. World War II movies. I've seen a lot of World War II movies, and they always speak. This is some, This is what's going to get Grandpa on board. Yeah. Grandpa's down to watch this because, oh, it takes place in Normandy. It's almost like it's shorthand. And it feels like the older I get, the more and more interested in World War II I become. <laughs> it's weird. Like a year ago, they had this series on History Channel called, it was called The World Wars. And it was uh-huh. all about both of them. And I was like fascinated by this thing. I watched every episode. It was great. The, the, the way the first episode ended or the started, oh my God, it was this... It's like it's like World War One this year or whatever it says like you know the Great War and they show a German soldier in like the in the trenches you know where this is going yeah and he's running through and they're like oh my God gas mask gas mask on he can't he can't close the gas mask over his giant mustache uh. key and so he has to like hold his breath and then gets all kind of messed up but after he's all like better he takes a takes a knife and shaves his mustache off he looks in the mirror and he's got the little Hitler mustache you're like oh it's Hitler. It's like so cinematic. You're like, this is awesome. I want to <laughs> watch all of this. Did you know? Here's a fun story real quick. Going on World War II. Real mm-hmm. quick World War II fun story. Did you know that Hitler in World War I was a... Um, was like a me- yeah, messenger. Yeah. And so they'd constantly run across the basically the battlefield, not the trenches, because yeah. a lot of trench warfare. They'd run across the open plain battlefield where basically it's like, you're going to get murdered if you step up there. Yep. So he'd run across it constantly. And at one point, this big landmine, landmine goes off and he blows him like like across the field and he gets up and he looks across and there's a British soldier holding a rifle at him. Like, could end him mm-hmm. and decides there's been enough killing today and lets him go. Wow. Can you imagine being that dude? Let's go back in time. And oh my God. Let's tell you, let's Tom Cruise it and go back and be like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, holy crap. Oh my God! I was just like, dear Lord, like, can you imagine? That's crazy. That is pretty crazy. Crazy. Imagine being that dude and being like, hey, you're the guy who could have killed Hitler, right? No, that's no. That's some (laughs) other dude. Some other dude. I wasn't there. I didn't fight in the war. I was afraid. (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway, speaking of the war, let's talk about. Um, but but I feel like the all yeah. the the World War Two imagery imagery yes. in oh, this movie sure. is just there, basically so they don't have to like describe what's happening yeah. or explain anything at all. Because if you've seen any World War Two movies, you're you like, oh yeah, get I get it. it. You get it. I mean, I mean, it's it's smart, that's smart. It's smart, it's smart filmmaking. It's I mean, economical. Yes, it is. It, it's it's taking established things that you and I already know, all of us already know, and just applying a different filter to it. And I'd almost say that Big, Bill Paxton is the same way. Because yeah. Because you've seen Bill Paxton in this exact role before. Yes. In like Aliens and things uh-huh. like that. And so it's sort of like he's shorthand for like, oh, this is the sort of lunatic drill sergeant guy. Yep. And you don't even need to like think about it anymore. Boom, you're done. Yeah. With the accent and the hat and the mustache, you're yep. set. Yeah. And Bill Paxton. Yeah, that's it. I'm from Science Hill. <laughs> Science Hill. That's probably a real place. Yeah, Tennessee is a strange I'm, country. I know it's awesome. Tennessee is a strange country. The country, it's I mean, country? like the lay of the land. It's it's a state. It's oh, not okay. its own. Okay, it's not its, it's own not like Texas. nation. <laughs> Jesus. Um, what else goes on though? But let's talk about some of the action beats. Like the action scenes oh, in this are pretty well. Like the just anytime those aliens are on screen, like it's just like. They're it's, pretty it's, terrifying. It's, it's like a video game. You're exactly right. Like the same experience I have watching this is like when I have to deal with a fast enemy when I'm playing a video game. Which is I die immediately. Yeah, and then you try again. <laughs> yeah, over and over and over, over and, and over. And Except over I'm not like Tom Cruise. I'm not stuck in it, and then I just turn off the Xbox. <laughs> You're just like, Ugh. let's do Wii Bowling. I can do that. <laughs> I like that, by the way, your hip reference, by the way. You're like, it's like in Mario Brothers. Like, who the hell is playing Mario Brothers? Everybody plays Mario Brothers. Yeah, it's still relevant. But it's not relevant to this. Like, it's like in Mario Brothers. When you get through that part, then you die. I'm like, you mean, okay, let's let's make it for the kids. It's like, like in Call of Duty when you get to this part. I've never played that. I have. It's a bunch of 13-year-old kids talking about. I see. I have enough of that from yeah. when I was 13. I don't need any more. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, so, uh, but let's talk about, like, the action beats. Like, the whole part yeah. with the farm is pretty intense. With yeah. the helicopter and everything? Yeah, yeah, with the helicopter and the things coming up out of the ground and, and the helicopter blades spinning yeah. around and crashing and well, explosions. Well, what's great is that they use the, they, they use the gimmick in this movie for action beats really well as well as the dramatic beats really well, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, when they go talk to Brandon Gleason, basically be like, listen, you need to do this for us. Like, I know this time it'll work. It's like they play. It's not just they play the action scenes over and over again. They play the the regular dialogue scenes in a sense over and over again too. But we don't know off like we talked about earlier. Yeah, and like they're and they're just a little bit different. Yes. Uh, but but I like I love I love the amount of times we see Bill Paxton introduce J Squad. Yes. To uh tom cruise's character uh-huh. and like all the little subtle differences every time based mm-hmm. on different things that tom cruise has done yes uh that's it's that is fun just as somebody like a like a from a watching movies perspective because it's it's cool to see the basically different ways you can do the exact same scene right and different ways that you can see the exact same scene but focus on different things even though the dialogue's the same the blocking's the same yeah and the stuff that's happening is the same i also like to i also like that other that they do a lot of good comedy with this like when he rolls oh, yeah. when he rolls this, under the truck this movie is this movie does not just do the worst serious and this is serious no, no jokes and, ever and that's that's why i like and about it because tom cruise really wasn't a, tom cruise wasn't like a super like ba at the beginning of this he's really like and every time that he we see him in this movie where he is a super <laughs> ba it's because he's sort of weary because he's done it a million times yeah like and you can sort of it's see it like on his face where he's like he's like okay, uh, okay it, I it becomes muscle memory this. at a certain point it's just boring yeah though. Um, but gosh, how does this movie 
end. <laughs> I'm trying to remember all those different because I know at one point he loses the ability. Yeah, to yeah. Save so, his life. so the in, and the way that they sort of get out of the loops. Well, let's talk about before we talk about getting out of the loops. Let's yeah. Talk about montages. Okay. Yes. So montages in this movie are great. Oh, because yeah. the because the movie itself breaks time, right? Yes. The movie doesn't follow a standard time flow. Correct. And montages exist for time to not flow the standard movie way. Mm-hmm. And so this movie is a movie made for montages. Yes. And the montages, like the training montage, are great because they're always punctuated by him getting shot in the head by Emily Blunt. Right. Yes, exactly. And but you never actually see her point the gun at him. You just see her coming towards him with the gun. And it's like, it's no, almost wait. it's <laughs> always played for comedy. Yes. It's and, it's it's like the only way you can get away with killing someone and having it be funny. Yeah. Like, as opposed to like, oh, that's tragic. Yeah. It's like every time he dies, you laugh a little bit. Yeah. You're like, uh, and then I love it because every time it's he dies. the first time he you, died because that laugh, was pretty intense. It was terrifying. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, but every time he dies, you laugh a little bit and then he always wakes up and he's just like, uh, like every single time. It's, it, it's basically a Monday every time he wakes yeah. up. <laughs> Every single time he wakes up and it's 7 a.m. on a Monday. He's like Garfield. He's just like, like oh, again. This he's like Garfield in a mech I mean, suit. Can you, can you imagine like the most stressful day you've ever had? Yeah, play it over then, and over again. And then over and over again. And eventually it would be less stressful, right? Yeah. But then but then a new thing would present yeah, itself. And so, would I, it I sort of, again. and so I sort of wonder, and, and the way Tom Cruise plays it, when he gets to a part that's new, mm-hmm. there's a part of him that seems like it's he's kind of like, oh, crap. Like, now what? But there's another <laughs> part of him that's like, oh, boy. Something new. This is different. Yes. Like, and so that's the, when the when they they start the flow of time again. When he finally gets to the general, and he's like, "Look, there's nothing I can do to get you to open that safe. Just freaking open it." And the general's like, "All right." And then Emily Blunt's like, "What do we do now?" He's all, "I don't know. This has never happened before." <laughs> and he just sort of stands there for a second, like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> well, and, but at the same time, he's kind of like, "Wow." Wow, this is different. Disconnect the trailer from the from, from the car. Don't forget, disconnect the trailer. <laughs> you forgot. <laughs> but I, I just love that. There's like just, it's just a little beat where yeah. the where he opens it. She's like, "What do we do now?" And he just kind of stands there, and he's got that that wild eyed Tom Cruise like I'm a psycho look. Yeah, where he's kind of like, "This is exciting, and I'm crazy, and I don't know what to do. I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know. This has never happened before. Yeah, and then he almost dies, and then he loses the ability to whatever after he um, <coughs> after he finds where the enemy base or the whatever. Yeah, the Omega the is, and pretty much and then, yeah, the MacGuffin. It's it's is, a classic MacGuffin. It is absolutely. But then he ends up. They end up destroying it, right? Yeah. How do you need to do it. So that? then he, he drops. Bo- then drops basically, they they escape, and and he escapes <coughs> with Emily Blunt, and they go get J Squad, and they're like. Look, and he pulls, he does the, uh, he does the Groundhog Day thing. Yeah. Where he's like, look, here is all the information I know about all of your lives. And they're like, this is insane. He's all, yeah, it is insane. That's not even your real name. That's your friend who died's real name. And you're sending his parents money. And the guy's just like, crap. How do you know that? Yeah. <laughs> and so then they all go with him and die. Uh, so they, they basically steal one of the one of the drop ships. Uh-huh. They all go with their robot suit, Sans Bill Paxton. Yes. Uh, to attack it in the center of the Louvre in Paris. Uh-huh, which is where the, they have based base of operations. Yeah. Uh, and so then they fight all the monsters that are attacking them. Wonder, like, where's the Apple store? It's uh, it's That's where the Omega is. It's in the Apple store? Sure, why not? Powered by Apple technology. Of course. <laughs> it glows. It's kind of whitish. <laughs> it's got that black, scary hue on the outside. It's yeah, like a Mac go. Pro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it hums. What if it was just a Mac Pro? Oh, uh, movie. It's just a shiny metal box. The Mark of the Beast. Uh, 
Apple logo, symbol of original sin. Uh, so wow, it's an apple with a bite out of it. Ryan's going conspiracy theory. You've never us. heard this conspiracy? Yes, theory? I have. I also just I also just came back from the Denver airport, Ryan. Yeah, so okay. <laughs> so you're already a little and weird. And the freaking Uber driver who came, no, I, I was excited to be at the Denver airport. It's a wacky place. There's a big there's a big blue horse with glowing red eyes, Ryan. Do you have the black oil inside of you right now? What? Have you seen X Files? Um, no, but it's uh, I've seen some of it, but it's coming X-Files back. Coming back, yeah. And are you excited about I, that? I texted my wife that, and she's like, "I'm so happy right now. I can't even describe <laughs> it." Um, she's like, but, "It's just a TV show, but I'm so happy." Oh yeah, Denver Airport is a wacky place. If you ever get to go there, do it. I've it's, been there. It's weird. It, it's weird. Um, but uh, I was excited to go there, even so much so that the Uber driver that was driving me to the airport was like, who he barely spoke English. He goes. You know about conspiracy theory of this place? I was oh, like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah it's crazy. It's like really far out of town. It's weird. It's there's a, the history behind it's a it's weird, and I'm it's on I galactic. Might have lines, to go back right? there soon. Oh boy. Uh, so anyway, there's a good part. So <laughs> the part where they all die uh, and they're trying to fight the monsters, and then Tom Cruise is like, "Don't kill the big aliens, uh-huh. or else they'll start resetting time." Yes, and we're all screwed. Yes, the original end of the movie, somebody accidentally does, and then it ends. Really? Yeah. Really? It's just them failing forever. <sighs> that is the, the I like the so way they, they changed did. they changed it. I like this ending. I like the way they did this ending because it was it was not what you would expect. Yeah. In the sense cuz here's what happens cuz him and Emily Blunt, you know, like you would expect fall in love and oh my god. Well, but they sort of fall in love. love by proximity. Yeah. Well, and I guess we should talk about that because it's in a way, this is the classic, like, super amazing BA lady has to train the one who happens to be a white dude. Yeah. And he's going to be the only savior of humanity, even though she can uh, totally do it. Definitely white savior. We've but, talked about this. But, and male, like, male, male savior. White but savior, the thing yes. is, like, in the story of the movie, the reason that she can't do it is very clear. Yes. Is because she doesn't have that ability anymore. Yeah. And then at the end, it's both of them together going to fight this thing. Yes. And it just. You know, it, and it's almost luck of the draw that she doesn't end up throwing herself down the hole <laughs> because she hasn't like broken her leg, right? And he ends up just throwing himself down the hole. But what's great is at the very end. So he gets reset it, one well, more and, time, and she's also like she is super competent, also yes, and great. And there's never like moments of like I'm a girl weakness in this movie. She's just like always kicking butt. Yes, I agreed. Oh, absolutely. She has a sword, for God's sake. Whatever yeah, else fights with that rifles. sword is rad. She's got like this that's, big that's Final Fantasy VII like That sword is sword. definitely indebted to the manga. Because, oh, come on, yeah. that looks like every anime ever. Oh, absolutely. Um, and let me see. So... But but I what so I so he blows up the omega, up the omega with gets, the grenades and he gets and re- then the blood like absorbs into him so he the, gets reset the magic time travel blood he gets reset one more time yeah to the day before the day before but and now the aliens are all dead yes but I love that he goes up to Emily Blunt because you're hoping like oh, maybe she'll remember like maybe she'll yeah. remember too like then they'll then they'll be like I remember we fought the adventure together so he goes over to her and he's like hey she's like do I know you she does the same thing she does every single time yeah, and he just goes. <laughs> He <laughs> just laughs like, oh, Jesus. And that's the end of the movie. Yeah. Like, you never end a movie like that. Like, and not in a bad way. Like, you don't see movies that end like that. Usually it's always like, we fought together and I love you. Well, and but, this is the but best. it's great because you already know because he knows exactly how to get on her good side because <clears throat> yes. he's done it every, every single, single day time. for the last he's just thousand like, years. He's just like, one more time. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. I like the way this movie ends. I thought that was great. I thought. Here's the thing. You're, you know what? That The ending treats the audience like they're smart. Yes. Like they're smart enough to get it. Yes. And that's what I love. I love that it's not a dumbed down typical ending where like you don't have to, 
we, we have to like just not put anything together. I like that it's something different like that, even though maybe it's a little stereotypical, sure, and in addition, as opposed to, and then everyone dies at the end. Yeah. It feels like if you did that, it's like you don't know how to end your movie. Well, yeah, I think I think any movie where everybody <coughs> dies at the end is, is well, I think even Kevin Smith has said it. I'm evoking your favorite. Yes. Uh, where What movie was it where? The everybody, original ending of Clerks yeah, had yeah, Dante everybody died. shot. And he's Dante like, yeah, got shot. He's like, I didn't know how to end the movie. Yeah. Well, somebody somebody saw that. One of his, I won't go into the whole story, but somebody saw that. He's like, you know, you need to cut out that Dante dying scene. He's like, I think you already have an ending. It's when Randall throws the sign and says you're closed that's the end of the end of the movie he's like you just don't know how to end your movie so yeah. you're having him be killed because you don't have an, a better ending yeah so i'm like yeah you're right and that's what i love about this is it's 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 just perfect it fits the tone of the movie perfect it wraps it up and it gives a nice little laugh at the end and but not in a pandering way it's just well done yeah i, I really like the end of the movie that's honestly that's for me what cemented this movie as that was like the nice little cherry on top of the, mm-hmm. of the sunday i was like it's a good ending. It's funny. This movie is a good movie. Uh, it really is. It's so f- well made and it's funny uh, and it's smart and it's really yeah. entertaining. Oh, absolutely. And it's rated PG thirteen. Surprisingly. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, well, I mean, it doesn't have enough. It doesn't have any f words. Or no, it has it's half got of a lot one. of physical violence. Uh, yeah, but not like USA, blood and guts. You very. I don't know, man. When he dies that first time, it's pretty horrific. Yeah, he's like burned by the alien and, like, blood. His skull skull melts. skin melts in. Yeah. Oh, that's man. pretty metal. But um, but yeah no I was it was a good movie so Ryan let me ask you this was you watch this with uh, your, your good lady wife uh, I did actually and what did she what happened? when I told her we were gonna watch this movie she said I don't know what movie you're talking about so I showed her the trailer and she's all oh I've been really wanting to watch this movie she stayed awake the whole time she we liked talked it? about it afterwards she loved it great yeah um all right final thoughts from me Ryan then final thoughts from me and then we'll we'll rate it and we'll say whether it's blockbuster or lackluster or not. this is one of those movies that like gives me some hope for blockbuster action movies mm-hmm. because even though it is based on a book and, and that and based on a comic book, it's not, you know, it's not the trilogy. It's not a prequel. It's not a remake. It's one shot. It's a, and, but it's just like super fun and it could only exist now. And it's not a throw. Like, it's just a, it's just a well-made fun, exciting science fiction action movie. Agreed. Uh, I feel like, I feel like there's too many, movies that aren't like this yes that this movie should be celebrated more agreed um i would this is probably one of the better movies better 2014 movies that i've seen yeah it, it, this it, and john wick are, are up top i agreed besides like yeah Lego movie yeah the ones i wasn't or the ones i wasn't expecting much from yeah um i will say that like i, I agree with you it's funny that you brought up the video game things i didn't really think about that the more i think about it, i think this movie kind of celebrates as us as a culture being like we understand this concept we're not yeah. stupid even grandma gets it mm-hmm. like we all understand the concept and we understand this type of i guess just yeah i guess that's just the concept i think that's the best way to describe it. we understand the concept we understand the gimmick we understand the way this works like we're it's not the idea of like loops and recursion and, and we're in and like in, in a way in a way that in a way that and i don't mean this in a mean way because I, I thought the movie was was actually okay and the way that looper didn't quite get i really liked looper but yeah looper but looper takes requires it a, a little direction. bit of a yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. and then and we'll, 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 let's not talk about primer oh god <laughs> <laughs> um but like loop like this just seems to get that idea of a looping day over and over again it's like and it sounds stupid but you're right it's like this movie has not been done since groundhog's day and how this didn't happen earlier how someone didn't crack this earlier is beyond me but but i almost feel like without the influence of games like call of duty i think yeah uh, games like halo this i think the video game needed to evolve in order for the the regular culture and that needed to be embraced in order for culture to understand and from what i understand what i've read about the novel that it's based on Uh that actually was an influence on the guy who wrote the original story i'm not surprised yeah he's japanese 
Well, video games. Yeah, yeah no. Um, so yeah, so uh, I personally, I know. What are you going to give it out of? What do you What do you oh, give man. it out of ten? What's okay, your arbitrary see, ten see. rating? Um, let's give it. Man, I I really like this. I almost want to go watch it again right now. I like generously. I just watched it. Uh, I would give it probably. Oh, I'm trying to think. Oh man, I'd I'm probably gonna give this a nine. Yeah, nine, maybe even nine and a half. Uh, in four. Never mind. Um, this is a, I was gonna make a song reference and it didn't work. Uh, I would give this. I'm gonna go ahead and give this a nine. Vials of black monster time travel blood. Okay. Out of 10. All right. I'm going to give this um, nine Tom Cruise corpses being crushed by a truck yeah. <laughs> out of 10, uh, which is a joke we didn't really talk about. Oh, yeah. I love, love that. Part where he rolls out. He rolls out to try to get away from his troop, and his Bill Pack's like, Jesus, son, what were, what you, were you thinking? thinking? <laughs> and then the next time he actually makes it, and he's all, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's that moment of a setback. I did it. I did it. Okay. Now what? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say absolutely. I mean, if we have to rate this blockbuster, lackluster. Oh blockbuster, yeah, this is absolutely blockbuster. It's great, and if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Overlook the stupid title and l- watch an amazing. Regardless movie. of if you call it Live Die Repeat or Edge of Tomorrow, you should see this movie. Yes, this it's movie great. is is super good. If you like action movies, if you like science fiction, if you movies, like video games, your video game culture, you would yeah. enjoy this. All oh, the people gosh. who listen to the show who like Halo or Call of Duty or De- Destiny, any of those games. But you even if you're that. like me and not super into that stuff, this is still a great movie. Yes, absolutely. But I just think it appeals to so many people. Like my oh, dad yeah. would love this. My da- I told my dad, like, you got to watch this. You oh, like yeah, it yeah. a lot. Um, this so th- is totally a dad movie. Absolutely. It is. But so, there's a lot for moms to like. Yes, absolutely. Um, so uh, that is... You know what? Yes. That's something that I didn't think about right now. It, real, real quick. It doesn't, really, it doesn't really do the like sexy thing. No, it doesn't. Like there's there's like one like one sort of offhand joke about, well, is it, you know, it's transferred through blood. What about... And she's all, no, I tried. It doesn't work. <laughs> and that's it. Like and, and oh, that's right. And you can give away the ability. Yeah, and you can tell that she's like obviously Emily Blunt is like really fit in this movie, and you always see her doing these like crazy yoga poses where she's Do you mean bouncing fit, like, on in the her British sh- way. Like, oh, she's fit. Uh, I mean, in the American way, oh, okay. and they're like very strong. Okay. But like, it's never like oh, slow pan up her butt. No, no. Like it, 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 it is very respectful of the of the ladies in this movie. Yeah, they don't they don't play it to like she's a sexy hot killer. No, they just like she's she's badass. Deal with it. Yeah. Don't they call, what's her nickname? They call her like Queen. Uh, full metal. Full metal bitch. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. We said it. Um, all right. So that is uh, Edge of Tomorrow slash Live Die Repeat. And that yeah. is the show for the week. But before we go, we want to give you a preview of what we're going to be watching next time. Next time we're doing another theme month, right, we're Ryan? We're doing a double month. Yes. Yeah, so it's summer is coming, Ryan. Summer comes earlier every summer year. Summer is coming. It is. Um, <laughs> that's like the lame Game of Thrones. Um, <laughs> I love summer. Sandals and lemonade. Ew, and it's so hot. I like winter. What's that's cold. what lemonade's for. Winter is coming. Um, anyway, that's also coming. But uh, it's the, the time of the year when superhero and comic book movies rule the, the multiplex, yeah. man. You know, you know, Ian and I... We we have this other podcast called Four Color Commentary. Are we talk a we lot talk about, about comic books every two weeks. Yes, we do. We are big comic book nerds. We are. And I don't just mean physical size. And so because of all these comic book movies coming out, we decided to do two whole months of comic book movies. Woo! Iron that, Man. That are not based on DC or Marvel properties. Is Iron Man based on DC or Marvel properties? Yes, it is. All the Avengers movies are Marvel. What about Marvel, Batman? What about that's Batman? That's all DC. What about... Um, what about Thor? Thor is a Marvel movie, right? Okay. Ryan, you know all this. I know you're playing dumb for our yeah, listeners. Yeah, yeah. 
um, all but right, yeah, well, no so Marvel or DC movies will be present in these next two months. But they will all all these movies will be based on comic books. Interesting, but not comic books that are from the big two. That includes that includes by the way, if you're thinking, well, what about V for Vendetta, Watchmen? They're from DC, uh, technically. Vertigo is a brand of DC. If you don't know that, yep. But for all you comic book nerds, but for you folks who are like, I don't know what that is. We're just basically doing comic book movies that are based on comic books. Yes, but not the not the main superheroes that you've heard of a million yes, times. Yes, not those guys. So we're gonna go ahead and start off with an, uh, another BA, uh, a yeah, super this is, BA. This is a movie that I've been wanting to see. Uh, because I've heard really good things about it. Also, and we have actually. to clarify specifically. There's a specific. <laughs> so next time we're going to be watching. I don't remember what year it came out. Was it 20, 2013? 13, I think. I think. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be watching 2013's Dread. Not the not Sylvester Judge Stallone Dread. movie. Dread. So it's it's different. It's good. It's based. It's spelled D R E D D. It's true. More true to the comic. I've seen it. Ryan hasn't seen it all the way through, but I watched it and told it does Ryan have we Carl have to Urban do. In it. it does. It does have Carl Urban Bones? Isn't it? The new Bones, not the old Bones. Bones. Oh. From Star Trek. From Star Trek. I was thinking Lord of the Rings. And no. I'm like, he's, I don't even remember his name. He rides a horse. He's a, one of the real true. So join us next time on Super Action Bros, where we're going to be watching 2013's Dread. And remember, whether it's Blockbuster or Lackluster, we're, we're the, the Super, Super Action Bros. Bros. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.